I'm Kari Hurd, Life and Mindset Coach, and this is Purpose Unleashed, a podcast for moms who are ready to unlock their fire, purpose, and passion again. Join me along with guests from my badass tribe for open and uncensored conversations that will inspire and empower you to come a little undone, unleash yourself from bullshit stories that have been holding you back, and rediscover the amazing woman you've been all along. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. This is actually sort of our first official weekly episode now, starting after the that eight episode launch series. So I'm super excited for this because just to be able to start bringing you these episodes weekly and kind of get this on a regular consistent basis. I know this last week has been so incredible with the support and the love and everybody who's been downloading and listening and sharing feedback and messaging me. It's just, it's been incredible. It's been incredible. I'm I'm still on cloud nine. It's just, I can't even believe it. So thank you from the bottom of my heart, you guys, to everybody who has. Um, so it's just been amazing, amazing. I'm, I'm so stoked. So, so three weeks ago or so, I, we had at school, we had this thing called a backyard bash, which was really, um, it was for students, like basically we suspended classes for the afternoon and students went and hung out outside. It was a gorgeous Friday afternoon. It was like the first beautiful day of weather we'd had in a, you know, months because of winter. And, um, you know, we had like a bouncy house and food trucks. Um, there's a dunk tank, just all that kind of stuff and hanging out kind of a little mini carnival sort of thing. And we were just hanging out and it was, you know, there's music and whatever. And while that was going on, I kind of took pause for a moment and I looked around and I was a little bit sad. I was like, well, this is weird. What's going on? And, and so on the drive home that night, like I said, it was a gorgeous Friday night. I just... I just got really sort of introspective and I started just kind of thinking and processing that about like why I was sad or whatever. And while I was sort of pondering all of that, I started thinking about all the parts of teaching that I really appreciate and actually enjoy. You know, I really enjoy seeing kids in sort of that I don't want to say natural element, but like when they're outside, like they were outside having a good time. And, you know, I didn't have to sort of be the, the homework police and all of that. I could just watch them enjoy themselves. I love that. I love seeing kids just have fun. And I love my colleagues and I love the stability that that job has brought. And I, you know, there, there are pieces of that career that I absolutely love. Um, and it got me thinking, you know, for, I had a little moment where I was like, oh my God, did I make the right choice? Right. And you start kind of questioning, like, did I do the right thing? Should I go back? And then I kind of shook it off and I was like, no, no, no. Because 
as a whole, teaching doesn't light me up, right? I've talked about it plenty of times if you follow me at all on social media or if you've caught any of my lives or whatever, you know, it just doesn't light me up. I was like, nope, I'm fine. I'm just going to miss some things. And that's okay. That is absolutely okay. I can miss things. I can be sad about certain parts of it. It's okay. It's not a judgment. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't say anything about who I am. It doesn't say anything about the decision that I've made. Um, it's just a piece, right? It's sad. And it got me thinking, actually, about how often I, and I'm sure some, most of you listening do this too, how often I let moments like that, moments of doubt where emotions and fears and stories creep in and make us doubt decisions that actually really are going to light us up. Like how often that really happens. I think it's a lot. I think that especially women, and I maybe I'm stereotyping a little bit, and if I am, I'm sorry, but I think we especially do this in relationships where we come out of a relationship, and I know I did this. I was in an 11-year relationship after the girl's dad and I split up. I probably knew six months into the relationship that my soul, something in my gut was telling me that this wasn't the relationship I was supposed to be in. But I endured it, and I, I make endured sound bad. It was not like I was miserable for 11 years, but that's kind of what I wanted to speak to is that for 11 years, I told myself, it's fine because, and I would list all of the positive things, right? Like, he's really stable. He's a great dad. He's a good guy. We have fun. It's fine. And for 22 years, I same thing. I stayed in teaching because it was fine. I enjoy the students. It's a noble profession. I get all kinds of accolades from my family and friends. It's stable. It's all these things. Like I said, all these fears, these stories, these, you know, these misconceptions that we have, these pieces that we tell ourselves because something's fine. So we endure something that it may or may not actually be hurting us. Like I said, this relationship I was in wasn't hurting me, but my gut knew that it wasn't where I was supposed to be. It knew I wasn't lit up by the relationship, right? But I toughed it out for 11 years. And I just have been thinking about this a lot lately, like how often do we do that? Where we endure things and we tough things out longer than we should because it's fine, right? We let those emotions and fears and stories talk us into things. It's like it creates almost like this curtain, kind of like the Wizard of Oz, right? There's this big, scary thing behind this curtain, this big, scary thing 
that is just in our mind it's going to be this amazing phenomenal thing right like this wizard they were just so like caught up with his enormity right and and that's sort of this is like the perfect metaphor right because then that that's the thing that lights us up behind the curtain but yet there's this curtain this wall of these things that's hiding that and we're so afraid to pull that curtain back because we're afraid of what's behind it and it you know it when they finally moved that curtain it was not that big of a deal and that's not to say that that thing behind the curtain that's going to light you up isn't a big deal it is a big deal but that thing behind the curtain that's going to light you up is so much better than the fine that you have now right i just i hear it so often so many women say things like like if we're starting coaching conversations or having um discovery calls or whatever and they're like yeah everything's fine i i know i said it everything's fine no it's fine it'll be fine fine is not great fine is not incredible fine is not amazing fine is fine right so what things in your life are just fine right now right and here's where it gets really hard we start thinking about those things and then this is sort of a different layer and I don't just really want to go too deep into this but like we realize we're not truly happy in some certain situation or experience or some area of our life and then we grab on to some guilt because we feel like we should appreciate what we have not want more out of it oh I've got this job and it just you know I need to appreciate that I have this job because some people don't have jobs and I don't want to get fired from my job or um, I, I you know I should really appreciate this relationship because I, I asked for a relationship and I prayed for a relationship and now I have one and if I'm not happy with it then God universe spirit whoever isn't gonna bring me another one and you guys appreciating things and wanting more are not mutually exclusive. You can appreciate what you have and still want more. You can do both. You 110% can do both. Teaching doesn't light me up, but I appreciate everything that it has given me for the last 20 years. The roof that the girls and I have over our head right now I don't want to live in the city that we live in forever. I want something different. But I appreciate the education that my girls are getting in this school district. I appreciate the home that we have, the roof over our heads. I appreciate those things and I can be grateful for them, but still want more and different. There's no guilt there, no shame, right? No guilt, no shame. You can be happy, appreciative, grateful, and still want more. 
you can still want different. Just because you want a different job doesn't mean you don't appreciate the job you have. Just because you want a different life doesn't mean you don't appreciate parts of the life you have. So let go of the guilt. That's just more of kind of an aside to what I kind of wanted this episode to be about, but um, let go of that guilt because it's not serving you, right? So when you think about it, you guys, what areas of your life are just fine? And, and I think we get, you know, I've had some women that talk to me, they're like, well, everything really is amazing. Like, I don't want to change careers. I don't want, my career really does light me up. You guys, this doesn't have to be big things. It can be something in your daily routine, right? It doesn't mean it has to be a new career. Maybe it's just a different position in the same company or a different job, you know, different, same career, different company. You know, it could be something like that. It doesn't have to mean a whole new relationship. It can be making this one better. When we're talking about lighting ourselves up, it doesn't have to be these big swooping changes, you guys. It, you just have to be willing to acknowledge the pieces that aren't lighting you up, right? You have to acknowledge it first. You have to look behind that curtain and see what really, really lights me up. Don't be afraid of what's behind it. Peek back there, see what lights you up and start letting go of fine because when you let go of fine it means you're making room for even more awesomeness I used this metaphor with somebody the other day it's really it's like KonMari for your soul right you have a closet full of clothes and let me guess you say things like mm, I'm gonna hang on to that shirt just in case or I'm going to keep those pants because I'm going to someday I'm going to fit back into them. Or I'm going to hold on to X, Y, like that dress because I might need a fancy dress for a wedding I'm going to this summer. Whatever. You hang on to all the crap, right? Because it's fine. Like you look at the dress and you're like, well, I don't love the dress, but I need a dress to wear to summer wedding. So I'm just going to hang on to it because I don't really want to go buy another dress. But the dress isn't like, it's not something you wear regularly. You just hold on to it just in case, right? That's what you're doing when you're living your life fine. You're holding on to those pieces of clothes that you might wear again one day. And what I'm telling you is if you get rid of those clothes, if you literally grabbed each clothing item, just like they talk about in KonMari, right? You look at the clothes and you say, does this bring me joy? And if it doesn't, you get rid of it because then you make room for something else that will. You guys, if you get rid of that metaphorical dress, a new, better dress is going to show up in your life. I promise you that. When you let go of what's not serving you, new and better comes along. Let go of what's just fine. so that you have room 
for things that are just freaking amazing, right? Quit holding on to those pants just in case. Quit holding on to that job just in case or that relationship or something, like I said, something as small as that daily routine. If it's not serving you, let go of it so that you can replace it with something better. Let go of it so you can replace it with something better. It's hard. I know it's hard. Start small, right? Just like you do when you clean and out closets, right? You always start with like the sock and underwear drawer because it's super easy to get rid of socks and underwear, right? You're like, ah, this sock doesn't have a pair and this underwear's got holes in it. And Start small. Absolutely. But don't be afraid to go big too. Don't be afraid to pull back that curtain and get rid of whatever's, you know, not serving you. Quit holding on to fine until something better comes along. And I think this is the thing. We hold on to it waiting for something like, oh, I'm going to hold on to this just until something better comes along. I'm going to keep this dress until I find a better one. I'm going to keep this job until I get a better one. You guys, the better version isn't coming until you get rid of the old one. There's not room for both. There's not room for both. Think about that. You can't have two jobs at the same time. You can't be in two relationships at the same time. The better one isn't coming until the old one is gone. So make room for what's new. And then don't let your emotions suck you back in, right? Because this becomes the next thing. So we get rid of the old and we put all the stuff, I'm still using my closet metaphor here, right? We, we take out all the old clothes, we put it in the bags or the boxes or the bins and we're gonna take it to Goodwill and it sits in our closet and then all of a sudden we start digging the old things out again because we're like, oh, but I still might, nope, get it out. Let it go, don't let your emotions suck you back in. Just like with teaching, that, you know, when I was at that backyard bash, I easily could have said, you know what, I changed my mind, I really, I love this, so I'm gonna just come back. I could have done that. Nobody would have judged me, I could have come back. But it's not serving me anymore. It's not lighting me up. So I need to let it go so that I can make room for all the amazing things that are coming my way, that have started coming my way. You have to do the same thing. You have to let go and you cannot look back. Once you move that curtain and you see what's back there and what really, really brings you joy, do not ignore it, right? They discovered that the wizard wasn't this big, scary guy. And yet at the same time, he still gave them all the beautiful gifts. They still got their courage and their heart and their brain. They still got all of that from him. That amazingness is waiting back there. 
So peek behind the curtain and make room for it, you guys, because it's yours to have. And don't look back. Do not look back. You're not going that way. You guys, I hope you were able to grab something, a nugget from this episode um, and, and just, you know, take it, use it, journal about it, um, you know, whatever you need to do to really kind of dig in for yourself. I hope that, like I said, that you were able to, to find something in here. If you're ever, I've, I've said this in a few other episodes, if you're ever feeling called to, you know, if you think somebody would benefit from hearing this episode or they would appreciate it, you know, feel free to share it with whomever. We can't get the word out if we don't share it. I, you know, I'd be forever grateful for that. So I hope you have an amazing week and I will see you right here next week for another episode. Bye, you guys.